The Natural Way with Sandy. Dr. Sandy Rogers bringing you Folk Medicine Revival. The Natural Way. The past guides us to well-being. Hello folks and welcome to The Natural Way with Sandy podcast series. Well, we're up to around about episode 25, I think, or 23, something anyway, we're in the 20s, which is fantastic, and our numbers are growing, so thank you so much. The subjects that we cover are very broad and diverse, and some of the feedback that I've been getting, and from looking at the number of views we get, it appears that we are really hitting the mark when it comes to the subjects because we have some that are for natural medicine practitioners but also relevant to the consumer. We also have consumer information there too about things like irritable bowel and lowering cholesterol and all those sorts of things. It really is a good idea for you to be sending me an email to sandy, S-A-N-D-I at sandyrogers.com.au if there is any subject you would like me to cover and some of them that are going to be coming up in the future uh, such as five reasons why barley is an outstanding nutrient and rheumatoid arthritis and support are ones that are going to be coming up. But for today... I want you to bear with me about this because it's relevant to everybody really. Are you confused about what a naturopath is and what they do? Why not keep it simple and what do you think about my idea? Now that's the title, it's a long title, but it's something that I've struggled with for over three and a half decades of being in clinical practice and I would like to share this information with all of you and I look forward to feedback. Well, if you're confused about what is a naturopath and what do they do, you're really not alone because it is very, very confusing. And I know that internationally people have been trying to come up with a definitive understanding and at least coming up with a definition about what is a naturopath and a lot of people have put information out there. But really it is still confusing because whilst internationally we may come up with definitions, not everybody agrees with it, which seems to be one of the problems when it comes to naturopathy. The other thing is, is about what do they do? Some groups are out there wanting to be statutory registered and that means that the government um, oversees them and in that particular structure, you would be controlled by the uh, medical profession. Now, there's nothing wrong with the medical profession, but there certainly is something wrong with an organisational group controlling who we are because we are different. I would be asking, why can't we just keep it simple? You see, we aren't doctors and we're not nurses. What we are, I believe, is that we are specialists in dealing with people at the coalface of clinical practice who happen to have disease and illnesses. Now, doctors are highly specialised and highly trained, as are nurses and other people who are in allied health in that biomedical model. 
They are specialists in dealing with disease and illness and we strongly rely on them to get their diagnostics right. And then from there, we are able to supply options to the consumer to be able to work alongside the medical profession with those options. Now, let me give you an example. Say that somebody comes in and just through the way that you look at them, their story, they've got lots of fatigue, they may be, um, as an example, have a lot of gastric disturbance, and, and you don't really have an understanding about things that could be going on, some things could be dangerous, there could be a disease element, but the fatigue, the tiredness all the time, and it's not just a tiredness, it's a gross fatigue that they're experiencing, their pallor is quite pale, their tongue would be quite coated, lots of aches and pains around the body, insomnia, and just generally feeling not well. Well, sure, some naturopaths may do iridology, they may do um, a whole range of things like pulse testing, but realistically, at the end of the day, my argument would be we need our medical, the biomedical professional colleagues to be able to organise a blood test for us. And in that way, we are able to ascertain a whole range of things that are going on. Things such as iron level, particularly with energy. What's the function of the liver? Is there something going on? Uh, is cholesterol very high? Um, is there an inflammatory marker such as ESR? Don't worry about what that is, but it's inflammation around the body. These are just a few examples of the way two groups can work together. So my thought process is because we're different the way that I like consumers and I tell my clients to say, well, what is it that I do? I don't use the word naturopath anymore. And I was asked, why don't I use the word naturopath when I do my public speaking? I say I'm a natural medicine practitioner. My answer to the reason why I don't use the term naturopath is because there are some groups in naturopathy who want to be statutory registered and they do everything in their power to look for harm that may have been created by natural medicine and natural medicine products. In order to be statutory registered by government, you must prove that you may cause significant harm with the administration of the therapy or products that you're using. Well, in over three and a half decades of being in clinical practice, I can confirm that natural medicine, when professionally applied, is a very safe therapy. And all of you out there, I'm sure, would be able to attest to that. Sure, there have been side effects by uh, maybe people taking too much of a product or there may be where people haven't engaged their brain and have actually done silly things and natural medicine has caused side effects. But if we compare the side effects to what we are legally allowed to use and the side effects of what pharmaceutical drugs are and can do, there is just no comparison. We are far too safe and literally, folks, we don't kill enough people to be statutory registered. And I say that seriously and sensibly. We are safe and our options that we provide to you 
are ones that have brought so much relief to so many of you who would be listening to this podcast. So if you're confused about what a naturopath is, because some will use iridology, others will use machines such as Vega machines, um, others will do pulse testing, um, others will check your tongue to try and get diagnostics, and others will use herbal medicine, they'll use nutrition. Some naturopaths may provide a massage, they might provide some aromatherapy, they may provide naturopathic and nutritional consultation um, information through the consult. And so therefore, it there is not one thing or one combination that naturopaths will use because it depends on what their flavour is, if you will. Whereas using the term and keeping it simple, natural medicine practitioner specialising in. So I'm, I'm a natural medicine practitioner and I specialise in herbal medicine because my main focus, target and field and love and passion is herbal medicine. I incorporate in herbal medicine food as medicine because herbs can also incorporate the food element, but so does nutrition. But my primary element is herbal medicine. And then, my that being my specialty, I will then embrace the concepts of what natural medicine is all about. And that is looking at food, lifestyle, looking at the environment, the geographics, looking at literally everything about the person, engaging at the coalface with the person who comes into the clinic with either a diagnosis of a condition or that they have a whole range of presentations and they're not sure what's going on. Still, it becomes very clear for the consumer to know that I'm a natural medicine practitioner specialising in herbal medicine. So they will expect me to be using the principles of natural medicine, using working with the whole person, targeting to get a diagnosis from the medical profession, making sure that we're always safe, and then incorporating my specialty area such as food as medicine and herbs. So that becomes clear. You may have a natural medicine practitioner who specialises in nutrition. That's not to say that all natural medicine practitioners won't look at diet, but there is really a specialised element when it comes to nutrition, because there could be sports nutrition, as an example. The natural medicine practitioner may also be uh, wanting to specialise in herbal medicine and massage. They may do both. So it becomes clearer if we use the concepts of natural medicine and specialisations to create clarity for our field. But And that is, I believe, quite simple. But the other thing is, where do we house natural medicine practitioners? So let me share with you a little story so you can visualise what I'm thinking. If we think of natural medicine practitioners, they're all in one big solo, uh, one big building, if you will. 
and the natural so and the doctors nurses podiatrists all the allied healthcare practitioners they are in another one next to us either a solo or a, a silo or a building so we've both got our both buildings and within the building we've got all of our specialties Within natural medicine, we'll have herbal medicine, we'll have massage, we'll have nutrition, we'll have counselling, we can have hypnotherapy, we can have a whole homeopathy, we can have everything that falls under natural medicine in that one silo. In the other silo, the doctors, the specialists, the nurses, the podiatrists, the physiotherapists, uh, the chiropractors, who are all in the field where the medicines that they are allowed to have access to may cause significant harm. Therefore, their government control, they're, they're overseen by the government and there are lots of checks and balances in place because of that. So does that mean that over in our silo, in the natural medicine silo, that there are no checks and balances? Well, no, that isn't the case. In fact, I encourage that we have a model of our solo, a natural medicine model, where the government actually monitor what we do. But we are government-monitored, self-regulated, and the self-regulatory pathway can come through associations. And the associations do wonderful jobs, multidisciplinary associations, such as the Australian Traditional Medicine Society. They actually focus on the multidisciplinary groups of all the modalities in natural medicine and therefore they become very specialised in representing all the fields of natural medicine. There are other associations out there as well. So a government monitored self-regulatory silo and that's where our checks and balances are done and in the silo for the allied health, the biomedical model, the checks and balances are very strictly controlled by government because and government directed because of what they are allowed to have access to. So without us having our own identity and our own clear identity, for the last 35 years from my experience, we have not been able to gather the government recognition that we require and also the recognition by the biomedical practitioners that we require and deserve. We do an amazing job in the marketplace. I'm not blowing my own trumpet. What I'm saying is, is that if we thought for one moment, what would the world of health be like in this country if we did not have natural medicine practitioners coming to work every day and seeing the clients who choose to see them. We see more than a million consultations a year in natural medicine. What would the doctor's rooms and the waiting rooms of hospitals be like? What would the finances be like for the health budget? What would happen if you as the consumer out there who pay for your entitlement to come to see a natural medicine practitioner and you pay for this out of your own pocket what would the world be like and the stupidity of government that actually stopped the health fund rebates for natural medicine practitioners was the most ignorant activity of any government I believe in relation to health in our entire history in this country 
It was stupid and it was closed-minded. Having said that, that has not really stopped people coming to see natural medicine practitioners, which fantastically is recognition to my colleagues who are out there in the marketplace because no one provides what we provide within a wellbeing recovery system that is our specialty. So we specialise in wellbeing recovery and that wellbeing recovery incorporates all the things that we do. But we really do need to have direction. We really do need to have a place to put us. We need to have our own model that is independent from the biomedical model. We need to be seen to be of value for what we do and we need that recognised by government. Think, if you will, all of you out there listening in podcast land to this um, podcast, what did you do in relation, why did you go to see a natural medicine practitioner? What was the choice? You did it because nine times out of ten, you were not getting the answers that were required. You see, folks, we create options that the biomedical model does not have. One of the biggest things that we do is we spend time in getting in relationship with you. Unfortunately for our poor doctors, they are restricted by the very short seven-minute consultations that they actually have in clinic. They are totally limited, but we aren't, and we need to cling to that and never have that taken away from us. So this is a little bit political, I know and understand, but I really wanted to get this out there in podcast land because we really have to start doing something. We cannot and should not ever be going to government. We have to stop doing this, asking to please put us in the biomedical model. We can come up with our own We can come up with our own research, our own model, our own structure. We just need to have enough people out there helping, supporting and guiding it. So folks, what do you think about that for an idea? Thinking caps on. I'm sorry for the people who say that they listen to my podcast at night before they go to sleep. I hope that is a compliment and uh, not that I put you to sleep, but It's a real think tank one, this one, and I would value input and more particularly from natural medicine colleagues who may want to share this podcast with people where it is particularly relevant to get it out there to actually have some discussion and to be able to, number one, develop a model, develop the silo we put the model in come up with nomenclature that identifies who we are, providing specialty so the consumer who knows what we do and what our specialty areas are, and also by the same token that our biomedical colleagues also know what we do and they may then refer to us at the same time. So please find happiness in every moment and thank you so much for the privilege of uh, listening to my podcast. Thank you. The Natural Way with Sandy. Dr. Sandy Rogers bringing you folk medicine revival. The Natural Way. The past guides us to well-being.